on this episode of The Morning Papers. What happens when a music event turns lethal? How has one billionaire changed the internet? And what is the word on Sesame Street? We'll answer all of those questions for you and more as we take you through your top headlines, other trending topics, and of course, the opinion pages. So let's talk about it. I'm your host, Meredith Lee, and you're listening to The Morning Papers. Let's take a look at some of our top headlines for this week. Travis Scott's Astroworld was declared a mass casualty event with eight deaths reported on the scene. The event took place at Energy Park in Houston, Texas. It was estimated that there were 50,000 people in attendance, a massive crowd made worse by fans storming the already sold-out venue. The crowd surge led to eight deaths and multiple people injured, including one nine-year-old boy who was left in a medically induced coma due to the severity of his injuries from being trampled. There are multiple ongoing investigations and civil suits that have been filed for the events that took place at the festival. Many attendees took to social media to share their experiences, noting a lack of security guards and safety measures at the venue, and many alleging that the audience at one point was crowdsurfing injured people's bodies to safety as they would otherwise not be able to be reached by emergency responders. Travis Scott canceled his performance as a headliner at Day in Vegas on Saturday, November 13th, and posted his condolences on Twitter, stating, quote, I am absolutely devastated by what took place last night. My prayers go to the families and all of those impacted by what happened at Astroworld Festival. Houston PD has my total support as they continue to look into the tragic loss of life, end quote. Scott has also announced that he plans to cover the costs of the funerals for the eight fans who died during his November 5th performance and is taking other steps to assist those affected by the tragic event, such as refunding all ticket holders and providing mental health care to all of those involved with the festival. There's some big controversy on Sesame Street. Big Bird announced on Twitter that he had been vaccinated against COVID-19 in a tweet reading, quote, I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Miss at Erica R. Hill even said, I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea, end quote. Big Bird's character is meant to be six years old, which means he became eligible for the vaccine only in late October when the Food and Drug Administration announced that it had authorized the Pfizer vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. The tweet caused a major stir online with backlash coming from many conservatives and the GOP, including Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, who accused the big yellow bird of tweeting, quote unquote, government propaganda. On to our next segment. In other news, now this story is anything but small potatoes. What could possibly be the world's largest was found in New Zealand. Colin and Donna Craig Brown were weeding their garden when they found what they thought was a giant puffball mushroom under the soil. Upon further inspection, a spud weighing just over 17 pounds. The current Guinness World Record holder for the largest potato is an 11-pound spud found in Great Britain in 2011. The couple say they've applied to the Guinness World Records to have the potato, which they named Doug, recognized and are waiting to hear back. Meanwhile, the Rockefeller Christmas tree was chosen for 2021. The tree stands at 79 feet tall, is about 85 years old, and weighs 12 tons. 
It is the first tree from Maryland to be featured at Rockefeller Center, so this year we're making some history. The tree will soon be transported to the heart of New York City and will be lit on December 1st with 50,000 LED lights and a bright, shining star. In case you missed it, Here's a story from October 28th. The company Facebook made the major announcement that it would be rebranding to Meta. The name change was accompanied by a new corporate logo, which is shaped like an infinity sign that is slightly askew. The move is part of Mark Zuckerberg's strategic plan to de-emphasize the Facebook name while expanding the company's capabilities into what they call a metaverse, which would allow them room to branch out from social media into other tech, including virtual and augmented reality. For now, the Facebook app and its other social media platforms will remain the same just under the Meta umbrella, but there is much speculation surrounding Zuckerberg possibly merging these apps in the future to replicate and compete with WeChat, a popular platform in which he has publicly expressed interest in recent years. We're bringing this story over to our opinion pages today, where I'm sitting with our man-on-the-street host, Mike Varia, a sophomore at Penn State majoring in finance, who considers himself to be a very avid social media user. Now, Mike wants to share some of his opinions on social media platforms as they stand, where they could be going, etc. Mike, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Meredith. I'm really appreciative of you having me on the show, and I'm looking forward to talking about today's topic of, of meta and Facebook rebranding. So let's talk about the social media landscape in general. There's a lot of apps out there, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. What apps do you use most often? Personally, I prefer to use Snapchat to talk to people. And, and sometimes it's my only form of communicating with people. I don't even have their phone number. So we, we text basically on Snapchat. Uh, I like that feature on the app because it disappears after 24 hours. So you know, any private conversations you want to have with anyone, you can have it on there with no no issues. I also use TikTok every day. I find myself scrolling through that all the time and as well as Instagram. How much time would you say that you spend on these apps per day? Probably too much time in my opinion, but about two hours a day. I'll, I'll use up scrolling and, and Snapchatting and things like that. One of the features that's unique to Snapchat that most people tend to use is the stories feature. But that's also appeared on other platforms such as Instagram and Facebook since Snapchat gained a lot of popularity. Is that something that you use very often on those apps or on Snapchat alone? Like, what do you think about that kind of crossover? Yeah, so originally that was only a function on Snapchat and that was a good way to see what people were up to that night or where everyone was like socializing at. But now... I use it a lot on Instagram to post like relevant information. Like if we're having a fundraiser or anything like that, I see a lot of people do that as well. And so I feel like the stories on Instagram has kind of been a nice improvement, but at the same time, yeah, I it was kind of a big deal whenever they started that. Cause it was thought of them like stealing from Snapchat. I think there's a lot of features that have been kind of stolen from other apps as well. Like, can you think of any? Yeah, I would agree. I think that, Instagram Reels is a big uh, ripoff from TikTok. TikTok was really the first of its kind. I mean, people compare it to Vine, which came beforehand, but as soon as you open the app on TikTok, it's immediately playing a video. So I think that just captures you in a little bit more and other social media platforms are trying to take advantage of that after seeing how addicted people are to TikToks. You know, one of the big points of conversation surrounding Mark Zuckerberg crafting meta is that 
He might also be planning to create a merger app that would combine all of these different aspects of social media into one meta app. How would you feel about that? Would that appeal to you? I mean, I think like most people, once the trend catches on and more people start using it, then you kind of have to get it if you want to stay relevant. So, I mean, if people get excited about this merger, then I I think we're all going to have to use it. But personally, I don't know if I like that because while all these apps have similar functions, I definitely prefer using like Instagram to see updates on people's lives. I like seeing Snapchat for more informal things. I like TikToks to entertain. So I kind of just don't mind using different apps for that. So everything kind of has its own purpose to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree. What do you think? I think the same thing. I like having Instagram for making individual posts. I think with every different social media app comes its separate audience. Snapchat is a little bit more personal. It's a little bit more interpersonal where you can choose who sees what content. Instagram is for advertising to a large audience. You don't, I mean, if you have thousands of followers on Instagram, how many can you name off the top of your head? Right. And on TikTok, people have hundreds of thousands of followers. I think one of the main perks of that for some people is that it's not directly attached to their name. Right. So maybe like a large merger app would still not serve all of the functions that all of these apps do. If that makes any sense. No, that does make sense. And that kind of, that that makes me think that combining all these apps kind of takes away people's privacy because you do have the ability to have your own personal Instagram while at the same time you could be TikTok famous and wear a mask doing it and, and not be recognized out in the street. So that, I, I think it brings up a whole a whole landslide of privacy issues that, that Facebook has been accused of before and they'll probably get accused of again. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of The Morning Papers. Thank you very much, Meredith. Happy to come back anytime. With all this talk about social media, now's a really great time to mention that we are now on Instagram at Morning Papers Podcast. Make sure to hit that follow button so you can stay up to date with when our episodes are going to be dropping and we'll be featuring other content as well, like major news updates and even some behind the scenes of what happens when we film the podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been The Morning Papers.